¿Qué pasó? ¿Qué pasó? It's your boy Manny Maldonado. Welcome to the Manny to the Max podcast, episode 6. I've been on hiatus lately. I've been too much into Game of Thrones, so it kind of threw me off there for a little bit. But I'm back. I'm back on the road. I'm actually on my way now to do a show. Uh, I got shows in Northern Cali all week, but I'm actually on my way to do a show in Redding, California at a casino. And uh, lo and behold, one of my good buddies, a uh, very funny guy from uh, NorCal, from the Bay, uh, he's giving me a ride to the show. Uh, my guest today is uh, the one and only Mr. Jeremy Curry's in the house. Make some noise. What's going on, everybody? How are you? Que paso? <laughs> que paso? Que paso, Pedro? <laughs> so Jeremy, uh, uh, Jeremy and I met, uh, I want to say... Uh, Fresno. Uh, maybe 2016. I was doing... Uh, some shows and uh actually i was i went to go pick up some shirts and i i, I hopped on jeremy and another friend of ours uh, kabir singh's show and uh and phil medina and phil medina we all hung out and uh good times uh jeremy's a funny guy and, and uh, tell everybody where you're, where you're living in fremont right i live in the bay area everybody bay area i'm a northerner uh so not much to brag about up there but just living in the bay got the golden state warriors they're rolling Everybody's a Warriors fan. I'm a Laker fan, living in a, a Warrior land. So I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm holding strong for the Lakers, man. But I'm hearing about all this we believe stuff. So, you, yeah, you heard right. So he's, uh, he's, he lives in, live in the Bay, but he's uh, still repping LA, LA Lakers, which is great. And, and you were born, uh, were you born in? I was born in Northern California, Northern Cali, but you lived in, uh, in Whittier, right? I lived in LA for like six years, yeah, six, seven years. Whittier, Whittier, Norwalk. Fucking uh, Hacienda Heights, <laughs> Kalima Road. Okay, so now, yeah. all right, you're you're all. You're yeah, I was all down there for a little while. Down there for a little while, and uh, so how how long you been doing stand up? Uh, it's my sixth year now. Six years. Oh, six, six years. years. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm uh, still a little green, but no, mm-hmm. having fun, man. It's a rush, dude. It's an absolute rush. Lots of fun. So as you, as you're, like what I would say in your sixth year, you're really starting to gather a lot of info and you're starting to learn how to do mics here and there and kind of find your voice what's um what are the places that now you were telling me before the before we started this show that you uh you have a monthly show that you do now right i um i have a home club tommy t's in pleasanton Mm -hmm. um so i do one to two shows there a month i headline them or at least do about 30 minute sets sometimes i'll bring in a, a, a headliner like the next one is Samuel Bate. You know Samuel. I know Bate? Samuel. Yeah, yeah, funny so guy. Yeah. Sam, that guy's great. It's funny guy. Yeah. He's funny, smart, smart guy. So too. and I have shows there um, once or twice a month. Normally about 150 people mm-hmm. are at the Great Tommy T's in Pleasanton. And then um, I also now do a, a monthly show at Cobb's in San Francisco. Okay. Now you're doing these uh, monthly shows to get more stage time. Is that is yeah. that what you're oh, doing? Yeah. To get to get good like you, buddy. Okay. To get good like you, man. <laughs> Just to All get right. out there and. Rip, man, and do your thing. Do your thing. Let everybody know who you are. Okay. So what? What do you? What made you want to just? First of all, what, what were you doing before you got into stand up, and what made you want to get into stand up? I've been in sales all my life. Sales, dude. okay. All my life. When I was a kid, when I graduated high school, I was one of those dudes in a shirt and tie that walked around selling products, whether it was teddy bears, calculators. I did that for seven years, mm-hmm. and I was the best. And I went to Southern California doing that. I went to Fresno. I've been up and down every street in California. I have merged, pretty much merged. Did that for seven years and then um, met my beautiful wife down there mm-hmm. and brought her back up to Northern California. And I've been selling home improvements since then. 
I see. I see. So I'm in sales, man. So you're, you're, you're the in the selling with the comedy. The comedy helps the selling. Okay. All right. That's great. What do you think? Um, are there any? Uh, what do you think are the biggest challenges since you still, like, you're still kind of in the in the new area? Of, Not of, drinking. Not drinking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not drinking to the show, during the show, or after the show are just major challenges. Major challenges? Why, why do you say that? I mean, is it because that... It's just you're excited. Dude, mm-hmm. doing stand-up comedy to me. To me. Yeah. And when you do shows with you and guys like you and Kabir and everybody, it's like house parties. Okay. That, dude, and there's so much fun. Yeah. And when you went to a house party, whether it was high school or college, did you drink... Yeah, I drink. I mean, I, that's that's one thing. I that's one thing. You know, I've really cut down the drinking a lot. But I do remember growing up in, in uh, where I'm from, my small town. I remember like that was always such a thrill to to tap the cake, to to listen to the records, and, and be just, the cool guy at the high school. Party. Yeah, man, it was and a good that's time. what stand up is. Dude. You're the cool guy. You are the cool guy for 30, 40 minutes mm-hmm. in a room. Right. You're the guy. Long as you could, you could also be the, the littlest guy, <laughs> right? The smallest guy in there too. I've been that guy. So is that? It, so you are you still are you having a hard time separating that aspect of of, of the stand up? Like, because to me, stand up is, is is work. It's a job. It's a business. I, I look at it that way. But yes, you can if if you go the wrong way, you can get wrapped up in the yeah, in, in the do's and the don'ts. I guess and the and the, the fun. And, and the, the fun, fun. Of, and the fun of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, man. It's just when you get older, bro. You wake up the next day and your your head's hurting. Mm-hmm. You're not sharp. I mean, I have to be up early in the morning. I still have a day job. I still sell roofs and windows. Mm-hmm. I gotta get those guys out. You know, I gotta answer questions. Right. So it's hard with a hangover. They call for pozole. <laughs> that shit's good, bro. It, it is. Pozole is good. So it's menudo. Uh, I don't like tripe. You don't That's like tripe? So gross. Oh man, I love menudo. Love bomb. Sorry. No. Pozole, love it. No. So, so where where have you traveled to? I mean, I I mean, I've I've been I've been blessed to be all over the country, but what where have you been traveling uh, to? Like, do you, you go out of, out of state sometimes when you sometimes can? sometimes I mean uh, trying to you know trying to build a brand, mm-hmm. but I mean um, it's just not worth it to go out and be gone for three four days mm-hmm. for four hundred bucks. I see. And you got to get your 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 travel done and all that stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just not logical. Right. So that's why I do my shows at home, the, the home club, Tommy T's. And then, I mean, I, I open on the weekends. I get, I get a lot of weekend work there. So every time the big acts come through, I'm, I'm probably at least once a month getting, you know, a weekend for, the, you know, the guys that come in. So as you, uh, as you venture out in comedy, like who, what, what made you, what, what was your first time you got on stage? Like, what, how, how did that, how was that experience? What did it I feel like? I was a train wreck, bro. <laughs> I mean, you, you just, Dude, but, I just said, I'm funny. I went up there and just ate shit. Do you remember the, the venue where you performed? No, Tommy T's. Oh, was that Tommy T's yeah. as well? Okay. Tommy T's open mic. And that's the best open mic in the Bay Area mm-hmm. because it's a comedy club. So you can get your cadence down. You can actually get, a, a, you know, what it's like to be a comedian mm-hmm. during a show versus bar open mics where you always got people talking in the background yada 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 right. yada yada Tommy T's is, is is a great place to do open mic comedy and, and, and to get you know your craft down 
Wow. So did you did you invite friends and family to come Hell see? Hell no, no. You didn't, you didn't do dude, that. I wasn't prepared, dude. I was not. I just went up there, right? And me and my buddy both both did it. And this fucker's writing shit down and going over his nose. And I'm like, look at this fact. And you know what? He got he did better than I did. So I said, I better start writing jokes. And so I started writing jokes and started writing it down. And and and, and, and you know you learn, man. It's cadence. It's cadence. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. I remember my first time when. I first started doing stand-up in, in Modesto. Um, I performed at the at the Red Lion uh, Hotel. It was on a Wednesday night. And they gave me five minutes, and I did well. And I thought it was going to be easy after that. And it wasn't. It was just hard. And so why did you do well your first time, but not the second or third time? I have no idea. Did and you it, just think you did well because people laughed? Yes. I think, I think that's what it was. I, I was kind of like Miss... And then kind of thrown off by that because the people were laughing because I had five minutes and people were laughing. I was like, oh, okay, this isn't, isn't that hard. So the second, third time they didn't laugh? Or? The second, third time it was just mainly just people really not paying attention. They weren't into it. They weren't into it. But maybe it's because I wasn't into it as well. And I but just was got... That, was it at bar? Not to cut you off, but were you doing bar shows? No. Um, the, 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 second, the second and third time were bar shows, yes. Exactly. So, and I thought there was... I thought, man, if you're funny at, at a hotel, you should be funny at a bar, but... Nope. No, it's uh, a bar is a whole different people are spectrum. Drinking. Yep, it's a whole different spectrum. People want to play darts or play pool. Pick up on pussy. <laughs> they want to want to pick up on the tail and all that stuff. So you just, you know, it, it's just a different, different vibe. Yeah. yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't judge bar shows. You can't. And you know, I it's been a long time. If you can get a bar show quiet, that's that's you an accomplishment. Did your job. Definitely, definitely. Dude, where everyone wants to hear what you got to say. Because when you go to a comedy club, they are prepared to laugh. Mm-hmm. No matter what. They know they're going to laugh. Or they want to laugh. That's why they go. Right. 99 out of 100. There's that one dick that, you know, you know but yeah. other than that. But at a bar, it's completely different. So if you're at a bar and you maybe not get in last, but you get that place quiet. And you know they can't wait, wait to hear what you got to say next. And you did good. You did very good. For sure. So... It's just, uh, you know, I've done between bar shows and house party shows and all that kind of stuff. Those are the kind of ones that kind of mold you and make you better as a comedian. And, you know, you just you just learn from that and go from there. So now, you do you enjoy the scene that you're at over there in the Bay Area? Is it, is it a good scene, comedy well, scene? I, yeah, it is. It is. And I, but I love doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like, the, you hit me up. Yeah. Say hey, are you available? Without even checking, I said yes. Yeah. So you, you're still in that love that love stage. Ah, of, man, it's it's fun, bro. Uh-huh. It's, it's fun. You know what I mean? I mean, we're living the dream, bro. We're going out there. People are laughing at what we got to say. We're not digging ditches. We're not on a roof. You know what I mean? We're living. The and dream. nothing wrong with that. If you're digging a no, ditch, you're that's hard work. That's hard ass work. And I, here's another thing, dude. And I and, I, and mm-hmm. you're probably gonna think I'm a dick for things. Mm-hmm. I hate when people say it was great working with. <laughs> Dude, that is so lame. We were out here having a good time, making people laugh. Yeah. And great. I know some people see us work, man. And I know, but when people say, especially when you do a showcase and everyone's doing 10 minute sets and they always go, yeah, man, it was great working with you. I, I also smile and say, yeah, you're, you're, it was. But ugh, you'll never hear that from me. So on, on, on your show that, that you um, do, is it, are you the host and you bring up the other comedians? It depends. Sometimes okay. I close them out. Sometimes I host them. Because okay. um, um, I want to get good at both. I mean, to be a great headliner, a great host makes a great headliner, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Um, but it, the show is, especially when no one knows who's who's on these shows, when mm-hmm. you're a guy like me or no one knows you, it's very important to have a good host. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, sometimes if there's if there's not a good host available, I'll just host them. But I'll but I'll but I'll, what I'll do is um I'll do uh, jokes in between, which pisses everybody off, but I don't care. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the one who got everybody in there. Yeah. And um, but you can also uh, if a guy tanks, you can save the show. You know what I mean? You got a hot right. show, and then some guy goes up there and talks about his dick for eight minutes, and no one wants to hear that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then and then the energy's dead. Then you got to go right back up there, and and and. and that's good. And what is it? What is does the show have a specific title? Is it just Jeremy Curry? California Stand Up Presents, but Jeremy Curry and friends. Yeah. And, all right. It's it, bro. I'm just there to get better. I, I hear you. I better. hear you. And uh, to get better, man. And that's all it's about. What was um, the weirdest show you've done since in the six years that you've been doing stand up? The Pioneer Underground in Reno. The, the Pioneer <laughs> Underground in Reno. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> So I never seen a place serve sodas out of a two-liter bottle into plastic cups and call it a venue. Wow. So okay. Is that what it's called, the Pioneer Underground? Yes, it is. It's yeah. called the Pioneer Underground. Yeah, for a, I, I thought the room was cool, but I mean, you, you you were looking at all the other little intangibles. Well, I was just you know I, well, I I've been in comedy clubs and right. I got excited about doing a weekend in a comedy club in Reno, uh-huh. and I was that was different. It was very different. Yeah, that was, when you start yeah. seeing two liters in plastic cups, yeah. you're like, okay. <laughs> People pulling sodas out of ice chests. That's I felt like I was in Little League. <laughs> so like where's my hot dog here's my ticket I hear you that's funny so <laughs> what have you dealt with hecklers and stuff at the show too absolutely we yeah. all have okay we all have a- anytime you had to get somebody kicked out of a show no, like no? absolutely not I never had it that bad oh that's bad. good that's good that's not bad that's, no. not, that's not bad at all no but I mean I don't take myself too seriously either but the hecklers giving you material bro you're ready for them you know what I mean yes you're gonna eat them up and you're gonna look like a star so I, it's actually welcoming. And a lot of people, you know, they crumble. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When the spotlight's on you, like when you first did comedy, I first did comedy, they crumble. I didn't know what I was doing. Right. You know, so you're some heckler and all of a sudden all eyes are up shifted on you. They, they, they crumble, dude. Have you ever gotten to the point where like you've had a bad set? You're like, man, I don't know if I want to do comedy. You ever got to that point? I've had bad sets, but I mean, ne- just, okay. You, I mean, but you know, I'm prepared. I like I listen to Joe Rogan's podcast for a long time. Yeah. And one thing about his podcast, he talks about tanking. Mm-hmm. You know, he talked about when he first started doing comedy. So they all tank, bro. Exactly. No, and I think that's what molds you better as a comedian. Sometimes if you, you know, you have a bad set and then this is how you bounce back. That's it's, what's cool. It's like it's like getting back in the ring and just jabbing. Yeah. With the right and left. Now, what what hobbies uh, do you like? Do you have or do you have any hobbies or? I collect baseball cards. Oh, you guys heard that right. Baseball cards. Oh, my goodness. I haven't collected cards in a long time, but I, I enjoyed doing that when I yeah. was in my younger days. But, yeah, I mean, is it – I, I kind of stopped collecting cards when it went to uh, – because I, I remember growing up, it was Topps, Flair, yeah, and Donruss. I was, and then those three, and then Upper Deck. Club, and then studio. Stadium Club, Studio. Yeah, you're just like, you couldn't keep up. Yeah, I can't keep up anymore. Yeah, so yeah. I, I just said, man, I can't, I can't yeah. keep up anymore. Oh, same thing. Same okay, thing, same, same thing. thing. Same thing. But I still pay attention. I still, um, I'll buy a box of cards each year. It's usually tops. Uh-huh, tops. Just one box of cards. Uh-huh. Um, and it sucks because you can't get a full set. But um, back in the day, dude, um, I had a liquor store right by my house. Mm-hmm. And they had Fleer basketball cards. And the packs were 25 cents. I had a paper out. So I'd buy boxes for $9. Okay. I got over 30 Michael Jordan rookies. Right you now. still do? I still do. Oh, my so the, God. Bro, I got Michael. I got over 30 Michael Jordan. The Fleer Jordan. one? Yep. 
I got a, I got a sticker. I got Barkley. I got a Lodge one. I got. If I wanted one. to buy one off you, how much would you sell it to? Whatever they are, I'd give you five hundred bucks off left. So I think they're. <laughs> so whatever it is, but five hundred dollars off. Well, because you, you you guys heard it right. So yeah, if I buy uh, yeah, it, you want one? If, if I if I buy a Michael Jordan card off him, I'm gonna get a five hundred dollar discount. I'll show it to you. you That's awesome, man. And, yeah. and you still have the protector and everything. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's awesome, man. Bro, they're in my storage, dude. Um, but That's, I got them. I got a really really good card collection. That's my, awesome. my favorite card, though, is my Magic Johnson rookie because mm-hmm. Magic and Larry Bird are on the same card. Mm-hmm. That's their rookie card. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's my favorite card. So you, you not only did you, it was uh, so you collect baseball, basketball, baseball, basketball, and football. Football. Okay. I got them all. Got all. I got every single basketball, baseball, and football. Not probably ninety percent of every single basketball, baseball, and football card from like nineteen eighty one to like nineteen eighty. How much do? Because um, I it's been that long. I have no idea. How much do uh, cards? A pack of cards go for these days. It depends, dude. Back in our day, remember Daryl Strawberry rookie was like fifteen bucks. Yeah, you can get one for a dollar now. The nineteen eighty four top. That's crazy. No, but so, but I mean, like packs of cards. Like, do you it, know? It depends. It all depends. It depends. Sometimes it depends. four it depends. or five bucks. Well, it's what rookies in that card. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So if you're if you're buying a nineteen eighty uh, eighty seven tops or whatever, or eighty five with Clemens, Gooden, Puckett, you know all those guys. Those packs are probably ten bucks. The Mark McGuire Olympic. You know. Wow. Remember that shit. Yeah, 80, 84, uh, 85, 85 tops. 85, 85 tops. 85 Donruss, mm-hmm. you know. I have the Fleer Update, Roger Clemens. I mean, I got that whole so when, set. So when is the last time you bought cards? Every year. I buy them every year. You buy, I buy every, a box. You just buy and a box? I, I look at them, learn the players' names, whatever, try to put a set together. And you're normally about 100 cards short of a set. So you've seen the in- increase in value as far as boxes of cards and all that stuff, right? I still do it, too, because I still want to be a kid, dude. Yeah. And, you know, it just reminds me of being a kid. Bro. Nice, Going nice. outside, playing baseball. All that good stuff. sports, dude. And Because, you, you know, life's fucking coming at you 100 miles an hour the older we get. And you still want to go back to the days where shit was simple and you want to, you know. So I remember telling you, now, now your wife is Latina, though, right? Yeah. How's that working out for you? Uh, it depends on the day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the movie Split, you know? Are you jump roping day chewing gum? Uh, or are you climbing the fucking hilarious. walls? <laughs> have you ever seen that movie Split? Yes, I have. Dude, that guy was phenomenal. Yeah. Dude. All, all eight of his personalities. Whatever 27 he, was. he had. Yeah, 27, dude. right? Dude, that was amazing. So That's my wife on so a you guys, Tuesday. You guys have been married for how many years now? That's uh, 22 years, dog. 22, 22 years. years 22 years married to a, a Latina. Yeah, that's that's a long time, From bro. East L.A. East. Barrio, East Los Oslo. So now you know. Now so know. where can... um. Where can people find you and all that stuff as far as the social media? Just, man, I'm a dinosaur. I'm a dinosaur, man. I, I don't even have Instagram yet. You don't have Instagram? I do not have Instagram. Oh, my goodness. I know. What's going on with you? Man, I want to be good, dude. I want to be polished. And mm-hmm. when people come and see me, they're like, dude, this is somebody that I can share to friends. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. And I want I want to be that good. That's, I'm, not, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. And, uh, but I want to come in or I can just, it's 30 minutes, just fireworks, 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 fireworks. Okay. So, and then I could quit. Do you have, do you have any kind of social media? Yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Facebook. And it's just under Jeremy Curry. Jeremy Curry. Jeremy Curry. With me at the dirty 1230. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. You've only performed there once. It's awesome. That it's place, a great, it's a great venue. Uh, that That's place, hilarious. That place made me feel like Elvis. So your next show, can you? When's your next show? Your next show is tonight with the great Manny Maldonado. I mean, other than that. Uh, I mean, yeah, other than that. I'll be at Tommy T's all weekend working with um, 
Cheryl Underwood. Oh, this weekend? Yeah. Oh, nice. So, and that, that's... I may, uh, be, uh, um, I may be squeezing Manny Maldonado for a guest set of her laughs so I can get my uh, name in that. Uh, so that's... Uh, so that, you're performing that, that there May, May 17th through the yeah, 18th? Then, yeah. And then I'll be at Cobb's on Sunday night. Um, and Sunday, then, May 19th? Yeah, May okay. 19th. And then uh, the 22nd, I'll be back at Tommy T's. Uh, so, yeah. All Bay Area stuff. Awesome. Well, thank you for, for being on this podcast. So check this out, people. You guys heard him first. His name is Jeremy Curry. He's a friend of mine. Be on the lookout for him. I'm going to be doing this show tonight in Reading. And then the rest of the week, I'll be at Laughs Unlimited, May 16th through the 19th. So go to laughsunlimited.com, get your tickets. And you guys know where to find me, Manny to the Max, on Instagram, M-A-N-N-Y, the number two, T-H-E-M-A-X. Until next week, peace.